Welcome to Presence and Purpose, a show all about helping you build an authentic online presence and live out your God-given purpose. I want you to be seen and heard by the people who need your message and services most, but I know that seems easier said than done because there's a lot of noise online. I'm your host, Natalie Arndt. I built my brand strategy and design business back in the beginning of 2018 and learned through trial and error that being yourself is not a cheesy cliche, but actually the key to building a strong, profitable online brand. Now I help Christian women with coaching or service-based businesses do the same. I'm here to help you attract the right clients in a way that feels natural to you with tangible tips, behind-the-scenes stories, and lessons learned on all things branding, finding your people, sharing your message, and so much more. Hey guys, today I am talking with Vanna Johnson, and I am very excited to be chatting with you. Um, Our conversations are always beautiful, so thank you for coming to the show and taking the time to be here today. Oh, thanks for having me. I agree. I love having these conversations, and it's there's really never a beginning or an ending. We just kind of keep flowing. So I'm, I'm, I think it's amazing that we're able to catch up and I'm, I'm excited to be on your show. I'm, I'm excited that you have a show for me to be on. Yes, yes. I was, um, for those of you listening, I was on um, Vana's podcast, which is called Longing for More, which is a great um, conversation too. So yeah, I'm sure this will be kind of a continuation of that. Um, well, why don't we start out by, I like, first of all, um, asking my guests to share a fun fact that most people don't know about them. And then I would love if you could um, tell us a little bit about what you do. Okay. A fun fact. So one fun fact that probably more people know now because I use it most of the time when I have to answer that question is when I was in the sixth grade, I went and spent the summer with my aunt and uncle in Eureka Springs, Arkansas, and I was in the passion play for the summer. And that was the coolest experience, um, just to, to be there and to not only watch, because we got the opportunity to watch it, but to be a part of that week of passion in Christ's life. Um, every time I see the story, I just get emotional about it because I feel so connected to it. So that's my fun fact. Mm, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah. And you want me to tell a little bit about myself? Yeah. All right. So um, from there, no, I'm not going to tell you everything from sixth grade on, I promise. Um, So I retired from the affordable housing industry a little over three years ago. I had a really beautiful career and God was calling me to more. He just kept planting this, this idea that I needed to do something different. And so I retired pretty much the minute I was able to. <laughs> and I started this journey to become a health coach, ended up really transferring over and becoming a life coach and a faith-based life coach. And that's really my passion is I want help to help people live out their faith wherever God has planted them in their life. Um, he, we, I believe we all have a purpose. I think he wants us to have beautiful life with purpose and meaning. And until and unless we're living in alignment with what his purpose for us is, we're just going to feel anxious or bored or 
something's just going to be off. And, and I, I love helping people find out what theirs is. I got my master's certification in life coaching. So, um, and, you know, I don't know if that was necessary because I just, uh, as you can tell by looking at me, I've, I've, um, I've been around the block a few times, so I feel like I can mentor people through a lot of different, either professional or faith-based experiences. And it's, it's my joy to be able to do this work. So. I love that you made the point about with your certification, like, you know, I'm sure you benefited in huge ways from that. But then at the same time, you were able to see like, wow, I actually have a lot of life experience that would have been just as valuable. And I probably didn't actually need that because I think that's something um, I mean, I see a lot of questions about that in the online space of like, I'm thinking about doing this, you know, certification or whatever, should I do it? So, yeah, you know, um, what, what's interesting is because I've kind of shifted, well, I haven't kind of, I, after I started the coaching process, I started the podcast. Uh, honestly, the coaching has never really taken off the way I thought it would when I started that journey. Uh, and what I realized was, um, God wants me to use the talents that he gave me to coordinate and facilitate conversations and, and do all of that. And so I, I kind of have shifted to create my mastermind where I bring professionals together to help them live out their faith wherever they're planted. And so I, I, there was a little bit of angst when I made the decision to, although I'm still doing one-on-one coaching, that's not my primary focus. And it was kind of like, oh man, did I really waste all of that? Because it was a, it was a pretty big investment through the several years of training, and I realized that I didn't waste anything because the growth that I had personally and going through that ex- experience has been huge. I mean, the the learnings that I have had and in being able to apply them to my life, which I know will help others as well. So whether I'm coaching directly or not that you know it was definitely a benefit i think honestly anytime we can invest in personal and professional development we can never waste our time because we're we're meant as long as we're improving ourselves we're becoming more and more the person that god created us to be he he wants us to not be stagnant and to be in his word and grow and 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 become more like him mhm yeah yeah, nothing is wasted. And that's what that's what came to mind as you were saying that. Um, I feel like we might have talked about this before. Um, I know I've told you about like my nutrition degree. Um, and that's that's an example that came to mind as you were saying that is like, no, I'm not using my degree in nutrition and dietetics right now, but so much um, personal growth and skills that I'm using in my business, like public speaking, um, used to be terrified of that. And just within that specific class, even so much, so much growth happens. So yeah, I totally agree with you that, that nothing like that is wasted if you're growing in personal or professional development. Well, and, and the other thing is what, what I think is so beautiful is not, you're not doing anything with that professionally right now, but chances are somewhere in your journey, he'll circle back around and bring you back to 
that where that nutrition was exactly what you needed for a role that he will ask you to play later. And, and you know, I mean, we, I think, I'm sure we've talked about how it's so important to just keep taking that next step and that next step. We don't get to see the big picture, but he has this amazing way of just weaving our lives together and, and using every talent, skill, and experience that we've had along the way to be exactly what we need in the place that we're at. And, and that's why I think it's, you know, particularly now, there are people that are, are really stressed out about life and what's happening and everything's upset. And it's kind of like, God's going to use this time where we are so uncertain and so just fearful um, and, and I encourage people not to be afraid and to, and to trust in him. But I also understand there's a lot of scary stuff. But he's going to use that for good, just like he uses all of our experience for good in our lives, too. Mm-hmm. I, I totally believe that. And I've been um, I love that I've seen a lot of conversation around that, you know, with everything that's going on right now with the virus, um, because it's such a, a beautiful reminder that we can always use, but especially right now is that God does use things for good. Um, He can use anything for good. My dad had recently shared a really great article with me. So John Piper in this um, article was talking about how basically that, you know, the test of our foundations of our life is fear. And like, you know, the people that, that are fearful right now and that should fear are the ones that the pillars of their lives are paper mache. That's what he said. And like, it's just revealing, like, what are you really like, what's the foundation of your life? And it really just kind of, it snaps our focus back onto what really matters. And it is a reality check of like, we're not in control. And like, where are you really putting your trust? Do you really trust God? Um, like you say you do, or is it a cover-up for the paper mache pillars, like he said? Um, I just loved that analogy that he used because it just gives such a great visual of like obviously a paper mache pillar isn't gonna hold up your life very well when when a test comes like this, um, that really that is, so is making some people fearful. Yeah. That is so beautiful. Yeah, you know, I had a similar conversation with a different coach this week. And we talked about the fact that, you know, some of the main pillars in society, entertainment, sports, education, even religion to some degree, God has, you know, things that people have just counted on for their their life and their well-being. And, you know, those are the things that have pulled us out of the church, right? So many times. And God has just like, they're all gone. Mm -hmm. And we're just being forced to really take take count of, of what our lives are and, and where the value is. So I, I really, thanks for sharing that. I love that, the paper mache um, foundation. And it's interesting because I, uh, the, the word foundation came up to me in the night as I was laying there thinking about the so many things. I mean, there's just so much to share um, right now and, and truly Jesus Christ is our foundation, and until an acknowledge, we acknowledge that, we are going to be on sinking sand. <laughs> I don't know what that sounds so cliche. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the thing is that, like, you know, it can, it, you know, at the surface, like, it sounds cliche because we've heard these things so many times, but, I mean, that's exactly what John Piper was talking about in that article is, like, this is the test of when these things happen, like, 
is it a cliche in your life or is it really like a truth that you're clinging to and that you're really meditating on and living out? And I know you were, you were talking about recently before, or you were talking about before we hit record, um, about how, you know, there is always a purpose, like where we're planted and, um, none of us asked for the season, Um, I think a lot of people, including me, uh, were kind of in denial about the whole thing. I know I was very much in denial of like, this is, this is just going to blow over. Like it's not, it's, it's not a big deal. Um, until it was, and all of a sudden, you know, everything shut down, school shut down and it, you know, it's a situation like, like it or not. Um, this is the reality and we're faced with it right now. Um, but I would, I would love if you could talk about that a little bit because I think that's such, such a great reminder that we could use right now of you know thriving where we're planted and there's always a purpose where we're at right now. Right, I would love to talk about that, and and I do. I believe that you know our jobs and what we put our worth in and all of that is so important. But the bottom line is that our purpose is to, to love the people that God puts in front of us right now. And whether you love your job or not, or, you know, and right now that may not even be important if you can't even do your job, but wherever you are, God has a purpose. So like you, if you're home with your daughter every day right now, that's your purpose. This podcast is your purpose. And the whole point is, is to point people back to him. One of the things that really struck me, and I'm actually going to do, I'm not sure how I'm going to put it out there, if it's going to be a Facebook Live or if it's going to be a podcast or whatever. But what really struck me is now that the reality of what this virus can do, and I'm seeing posts from people who may not be close friends, but are friends of mine on Facebook, and the, the real life scenario of good, strong, solid people getting this virus and being gone like right now. Right now, our purpose is to share the message of salvation with everybody that we can, to have that conversation. And I'm going to talk about a conversation with my, I had with my son uh, years ago and the timing of that and, and how incredible that was. But what really struck me today, and, and it truly was in relationship to this whole conversation about foundation, is those health workers that are out there. And God bless them for, for all the sacrifices they're making right now. I, I don't think anybody can undermine how important what they're doing, what they're doing is and the sacrifices that they're making. But right now they are on the front lines and they may be the last voice because we can't be with our family members when this happens. They may be the last voice that those people will hear before they go into that coma or whatever. And what a huge responsibility and a huge opportunity to speak the love of Jesus to them and give them, we, they, they won't know if they're saved or not, but they can whisper in their ear that Jesus loves them and he's waiting for them. How cool is that? I mean, you know, so yes, they are making those huge, huge sacrifices, but they are also being blessed to, to be a huge blessing to, to those people. So, wow, I don't know that I intended to go that deep with you right now, but, but it's important. This is, this is important. We all need to be having those conversations with people we love because we aren't promised tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And never in a time of history have we seen that more clearly than we're seeing it right now. Right, right. And that's, I mean, that's kind of at the core of why this is so... Um, 
emotionally exhausting. <laughs> like, I think it it's just kind of something that like, even if we think we're dealing with it, I know I've um, found myself just at the end or certain, certain times of the day, just feeling exhausted. I'm like, why am I so tired? And it's like, well, I'm still processing all of this. Um, and you know, one of, um, one of my best friend's moms is actually on the mend, um, with the virus, but that was something that, um, when I first found out about that, that was really heavy. That really hit me because, um, of course it's still, it's still sad. It's still, um, hard to hear about, but when you actually, you know, when it hits home in a new way of like someone I know is being, um, affected by this in a huge way, it's, it's heavy. I was just going to say, so my brother had surgery last Friday. Actually, yes, he had it last Friday. And it was in a community that was three hours away. And, you know, so we had all those conversations of how is he going to get there? How's he going to get home? And, you know, because knowing that he was in the hospital, and that's really one of the more likely places that you will come in contact with it. I mean, there was just this whole stress and all these conversations around it. And I, I just, you know, I'm kind of known as the person who brings calm to the situation. And I was just feeling this building of tension and, and fear in me that, you know, it was like, get away from me, Satan. I don't need this, Mm -hmm. but we can't help it. We're human Mm -hmm. and it's going to happen. And that's when we just need to turn it over, you know, get in the word, just sit with Jesus and, and talk to him about our fears and let him know. And yeah. So anyway, um, he's fine, but you know, he's still, we don't know, you know, there's still that incubation period and all of that. So yeah. there's that undercurrent that's going to be there until this is all gone. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that your friend's mom is on the mend, but I can appreciate how scary that's been. And I think we're all going to have that story. Before. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the, that rising, like what you said about usually being that that calming, stabilizing presence is very much, um, I feel very much the same way about myself. And I also felt like I was picking up, um, especially when, when everything kind of hit the fan in terms of like, you know, schools closing where we live and stuff. Um, I felt like I was picking up on a lot of people's fear that was being kind of projected my direction. And that's not normally me. And so that was very, um, very weird. And it's something that I've been telling people that I've really been like fiercely protecting my mind. Um, and I actually like I have a ring. <laughs> I had coincidentally ordered Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. Um, I'm almost done with it. It's really, really good because it's, you know, the tagline is stopping the spiral of toxic thoughts. And I was like, I need to read this right now. I was already excited to read it. And I'm not kidding. I had gotten it in the mail like two days before all of this really happened here in Minnesota where we live. And it's been, it's been great because she, she provides, um, like it's all, you know, biblically, biblically based in terms of, you know, she's sharing scripture and she's bringing it back to God. But then at the same time, it's very tangible with like ways to re reframe your thoughts and giving you exercises to do in terms of like, what are you thinking or what are you feeling right now? What are the causes of that? How can you, you know, is that true or not? And those kind of things um, that are 
just really great to do right now when <laughs> when you're having all these you know all these thoughts and feelings i love that that god prepared you for this by having you order that book before you you know that's what i think is so cool is his timing is always perfect before we before we go um away from this conversation i i want to um just take a minute because i mean we 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 kind of went to a deep dark place there for a minute talking about the the worst case scenario and mm-hmm. i think it's important when we have those conversations that it's important to to be prepared for that worst case scenario and of course for those of us who know jesus we know the worst case scenario is the best case scenario so that makes it easier mm-hmm. but we also need to remind ourselves that most people who get this are going to be just fine. And that it's just, you know, that small percentage that, that will potentially die from it. So there's that. And, and the other thing is, is uh, I had a wonderful opportunity to have an interview with a woman who her whole career has been preparing people for emergencies and crises or whatever. And so she goes through a whole s- series of steps to take to just be both mentally and physically prepared for that that place if society gets to the point where you know that worst not worst case from the virus itself but the fear and the the being closed in and and all of that so if people are are kind of going to that place i would encourage you to go to my my last episode on longing for more which is 98 if you don't mind if i do a little commercial here. yeah totally and i'll put it in the show notes so yeah go yes. ahead Episode 98 of Longing for More, and it's called From Fear to Calm. Okay. And, and Jeanette Carvajal just does a really great um, analysis of both the mindset and the physical part of what we need to do to just, you know, it's kind of like go through, you go through the what ifs so, so you can be prepared. Who's, who's going to do the grocery shopping? Who's going to do this? Who's gonna, I mean, so it's just really simple steps we can take to calm our mind and, mm-hmm. and um, be in a place where we feel more in control in the situation where we aren't really in control. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll have to listen to that for sure. And I know, um, I think this was like a book on the Enneagram that I read, but I know like the way that I'm wired, I have to go there mentally. I have to go to the worst case scenario um, because I'm a type nine and then in stress, I go to a type six. <laughs> so um I, I go to worst case scenario, but I have to go there in my mind and let myself go there um, so that I can, you know, not linger there, but it just, I, I need to go there. And that's something that like, I don't shame myself about it. I don't feel bad. Um, but then it also helps me put it into perspective, which you also touched on too, which, you know, looking at the numbers, I feel like I've been saying that a lot to anyone that this has come up in conversation, but I'm all about perspective. And that's something that I'm continually um, doing is just putting things in perspective of, of the numbers, not that, not that that makes it any less sad that anyone is affected by this, but it's just the perspective I think is very calming um, for people that are, you know, starting to feel that fear, anxiety kind of bubble up. So I would love to talk about one other thing that you had kind of mentioned before, before we started recording, which is just to kind of end on the note of, you had said now more than ever, we need to trust God's plan. And I would love if you, you could share about that. I would love to. So there's just, 
there's so many ways and, and and really we've kind of talked about it in so many different ways you know there's so many ways that we think that we're in control and we we love to give ourselves that illusion of being in control in our lives and um and and the lesson for me I mean, he's just really brought it home for me since I've become a coach and tried to, and entre, entrepreneurship is really cool, but it's not the, it's not for the weak of heart, right? <laughs> and, and through my journey of that, he's, he's really been teaching me the lesson of just trusting him and learning uh, to not, not just sit back and wait for him to make things happen because that's not how it works. He, he wants us to take action. He, he will tell us what to do and he wants us to take action and trust him, be courageous sometimes to trust him. But then um, at some point, then we do what he asks us to do and then we just let go of the outcome and let him let, let it go. And I, don't, I think that now when everything is up in the air, I mean, everything is up in the air. I mean, we don't even get to go worship together. And I mean, it, it's heartbreaking to me that we're not in, in our church right now during Lent. But, but at least the beauty of it is we're, we're together like this, you know, um, virtually in one way or another. But, but what's important is that we've, we've given up a lot of stuff. And right now, in this quiet time, we have the opportunity to hopefully spend more time in his word, listen to podcasts that will be encouraging and, and, and help you sort through and, and hear his voice whispering to you. Because he will, like he brought you the book of Jenny Allen's, mm-hmm. when you needed it. He will bring people to the podcast they need to hear. He will bring people to that, the book, the, the TV. I mean, even a, a secular TV show sometimes has given me that idea of, oh, yes, I, I hadn't thought about that. But whatever it is, it's like just get ourselves in that quiet space and really listen to him, talk to him, but listen to him too. And as we've let go of all of these things in our life, we get to consciously decide when the doors open up again and life begins again, we get to decide what we're going to pick up and carry on with our journey. And if we have let go of things and they may be really beautiful things, but if we've let go of things that really weren't serving us in our purpose, maybe don't pick that bag up again. Maybe you just leave that there and maybe you just leave it for a season. But let's be really discerning about what's really important in our life. Where, what do we really value? And let's keep focused on that and, and rebuild our lives to be living that purpose and meaning that he has created us for. And so that doesn't mean everybody go quit your job because you weren't happy in your job. It means look at the things that are really important. So if, if you're not happy in your job, and we've both left jobs that we weren't happy in. And actually, I, that's not even fair for me to say because I was happy. I loved what I did. I just, again, had that calling. But whether you're happy or not, if you're getting that calling, my, my point is, is if you're in a job, and there's something that isn't right, look, look at the lesson in what's, what's wrong with that situation and figure out, is it your attitude about that coworker? Is it your attitude about the work that you've been given to do? And why am I looking at it that way? And what can I shift? It may not be a huge drastic change. It just may be a change in your mindset about it that can completely change the situation and, and make it a beautiful situation and fulfill that purpose there. And then, then you can move on. It's kind of, I, I put a lot of this in my, my ebook, um, the top four reasons you feel unfulfilled by your success. 
And, and I think, you know, if somebody is struggling, that might be a, a good thing to, to check out. It's on my website at bonnetjohnson.com. But that might be something to check out while, while you're just sitting around looking for something to read anyway. Um, because it just helps focus on picking out the, the things that you value and the things that are important. And Yeah, yeah, totally. And I know I had just yesterday um, posted something along the lines of that where I you know looking at what's most important like my daughter is hugely important to me and it's and I'm sure so many moms with young kids home right now can relate to this in that you know it's if you're not if you're used to them being you know outside of the home for however many hours in a week and suddenly they're here all day every day you're on mom duty you know almost all the time um you know, they're not in the way, like, you know, changing how you're looking at that. And um, I was, I had just posted yesterday that I'm aware that often to change, I need to be kind of forced into this. And so I am viewing this as an opportunity to simplify my business and make sure it's really a business that works around my life instead of controlling my life, because I want to be, you know, present for my daughter. I don't want to feel like, you know, my business is controlling me and I'm, you know, having to be tied to my computer all the time. Cause that's, that's never what I intended. Um, and we can slip into those patterns and it's just, it's just another, you know, reality check. Like I said earlier to snap our focus back onto what really matters. And am I really, am I really living that out? Am I really focusing on what I say I value? Right. Right. And I actually have an exercise that I, I walk people through in that to, to, to really think about what, what you value and how much time you're spending on it. And what better time than now to really focus on the things that, that we value in life. We're missing an opportunity if, if we aren't doing that. And yeah, I love that, that you're consciously deciding not to look at your daughter as a distraction. I mean, she's really right now in this season of your life, she's your purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and yes, you need to work so that you can put food on the table and all of that. But those are things that are feeding into your purpose. Um, and um, I just, I love all of the the parents out there who are are getting how important it is to just take a step back and, and spend quality time with them. I mean, there's so many learning opportunities. Um, so yeah, maybe they're not in school all day, but they will remember this as a turning point in their lives too. So let's, mm-hmm. let's make it make it a, a good learning opportunity too for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I know um, my daughter has said that she loves that we're able to spend more family time now. And I've, I've heard many other moms share that too, that their kids are like, this was the best day ever. And they're like, well, I'm glad you feel that way because <laughs> mom doesn't feel that way. But, but yeah, knowing that the kids are really, um, really just getting their cup filled from all this, all this quality time. So yeah, yeah something, something definitely to focus on. Um, well, I would love if you could share where we can find you online. Absolutely. I would love to be able to share that. I am just vanajohnson.com and it's a V-O-N, one N, V-O-N-A, johnson.com. Uh, on Facebook, Vana Johnson or Vana Johnson Coaching is my my business page. And I've kind of 
muddled the lines between those two these days. I'm on Instagram. I'm not really active there, but I'm I'm, I'm looking at that um, as as a platform, and I believe it's Vana Johnson Coaching there. And I'm on LinkedIn, uh, so I'm I'm everywhere. But mostly, I would love for you to check out my podcast, Longing for More. I really feel that. God gave me that nudge for that for a time such as this. I, I think that, that you can find all kinds of encouragement to just have hope and trust and, and know that he is in control. Um, in fact, I'm working on a post with just a list of different episodes that will point people to the episodes that may be just what we need at this time. So um, mm. I already mentioned one, but I've got, yeah, I've got several others. I mean, truly, that's what it's for is to just trust he he is in control and it's 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 going to be beautiful mm-hmm. I love that that's a great a great idea that you're doing that to kind of round up relevant podcast episodes right now and I will totally vouch for you and say that like all of your episodes are always this like peaceful and grounding and inspirational so you you've just got like the I might have told you this before but your voice is just so like calming that you just like have that effect on people so yeah I I totally yeah I have a girlfriend that tells me she listens while she's in the car and that she's her only fear is that she's going to fall asleep while she's driving (laughs) she hasn't yet unfortunately but yeah Um, yeah it's um it, it it's one of the honestly that's part of the reason I started podcasting is I had people tell me that when I would just read scripture at Bible study or the devotions or whatever and I thought okay that's a gift mm-hmm. uh, and I I, I want to use it for that purpose so thank you I appreciate that very much yeah and it's funny that that I think that's totally a part of how God wires us for you know what he's got planned for us I had I had two different people um, soon after I launched my podcast tell me like, you have the perfect podcasting voice. And I'm like, I immediately went back to like middle school hearing my voice played back on a video and just cringing at like, is that what my voice sounds like? So I was like, we well, all thank have that you. experience. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Exactly. I was like, I'm glad you feel that way. Thank you. So, well, I just love that you're doing this. I love that you stepped into that nudge that God gave you um, of the journey that you're on. And I I think it's beautiful. And um, it's important that people embrace their true, authentic self. And really, I mean, when when you talk about branding and, and having people step into that that's that's what what he wants us to do he doesn't want us to try and be like everybody else he, and so i i love the work you do and i'm really glad to have you in the podcasting world with me now i think that's great and i'm so excited that you let me you let me i got to be on your today <laughs> um as always i the conversation is up, so much fun it's just so beautiful so Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you again for being here. It was definitely a beautiful conversation. Thank you so much for listening. If you've loved this episode, head on over to iTunes and leave a review. It means the world to me, but more importantly, it helps more women find and benefit from this show. And if you're not already plugged into the Presence and Purpose Facebook group, come join us. I want you to get plugged into the community and get the support you need because we're not meant to do this whole business thing alone. Until next time. 